0: This is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Oh, we can see the Classic Cars in there. We always love getting in the Classic Cars (laughs) Corner with Malcolm Owens. And we welcome him back to the driver's seat. Malcolm, how are we going? Good evening. Very well. Gentlemen, how are you? (laughs) Mate, we're sensational. We're really good, thank you. Hey, thanks for coming back. Uh, I know you're in the midst of... Yeah, you can. Yeah, well, yeah. you do every day, let's be fair. <laughs> when you uh, ring me, I don't reckon in, in, the, in the six or seven years that uh, we've had a relationship, Malcolm, very few times do, do you actually ring and actually state my name. You call me some derogatory name straight off well, the that's bat. that's good. So, yeah, because he sees how much I cop and you just yeah. sit there oh, laughing it at it. Yeah, yeah and he balanced <laughs> yeah, it off. So he's yeah. on my side. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, well, I, I, I rang,
1: I rang Manny today. I said one sentence. He laughed at me and called me an idiot and hung up.
0: <laughs> he did too. He really did too. And please, that sentence that you did say to me on the phone today, please do not repeat tonight <laughs> because that will be, after five years, the end of the driver's seat. <laughs> but we, we're going to talk tonight, big guy, <laughs> about – and we'll talk about that off air later on, Uh We are going to talk tonight about cars that I probably struggle with and they are not in the realms of classic just yet and may they be classics in the future you might be able to tell us but we're going to talk electric cars and i know that our audience all of a sudden go (laughs) but we're going to talk electric cars because there are some very cool ones some not so great ones and the question is will they ever become classics it's
1: a very good question because it's really in three parts and the three parts are around are we going to be forced to have electric cars? Are we going to be mandated no longer to have classic cars or petrol guzzlers? And then the third point, as you mentioned, will they ever become classic? So if we start with the first one. So right now we know that we hear a lot of talk, you know, a lot of Twitter spear and, and Facebook stuff about governments mandating a change to electric vehicles. Within the next 20 to 30 years, and we've already seen this ads on TV with Volvo and there's Porsches and various other manufacturers that are changing over to electric only. So we're seeing massive PR campaigns about saving the planet, moving to zero emissions. And then we're seeing this whole culture saying that classic car market is dead. Now, pride and joys will be turned into overpriced pieces of lawn art, which <laughs> clearly they won't. <laughs> so we, I guess we all understand electric cars are the way of the future and the direction the car manufacturers are going. So that's fine. I mean, they're even talking about self-driving cars with the possibility of having a zero road road toll because it's impossible to crash. And I know that's a great target and we fully support that because we don't want people dying. But this isn't really about the debate on whether the merits of electric versus internal combustion. But with the fear mongers out there that are saying, you know, listening to Facebook and saying that it's gospel, that classics going to be forced off the road. And I've had a lot of questions about that with people that are quite concerned about it, that have a classic and want to be able to use it uh, into the future. So right now, Europe is mandating all all new cars sold by 2030 will be electric. And that's really good. But that doesn't mean that the existing classic cars or near new cars or the 2025 cars must be scrapped. Of course not. And even if all manufacturers stop producing some uh, combustion engines, and I had to do a bit of research to find this out, including crate engines or replacement engines, they'd still be in use in 20 years. I mean, I've got 50-year-old mm. cars which still have their original engines and going strong.
0: Wow. And then
1: there's a whole lot of arguments like, oh, replacement parts won't be available. But that's wrong. Because even if we discount all the car salvage businesses and the new old stock parts, business will pop up manufacturing parts um, to the original specifications. And we hear mm. about it when we're, we're listening to radio, or watching TV, where they talk about repo or repop reproduction parts. And cars like the MGB, for example, you could buy every single part and build a new one from the ground up if you wanted to. Yeah. I and mean, they only make the parts for seven or seven odd years. So, um, classic cars also is a billion dollar business worldwide. And um, so they're not, and then it's not going to turn that off, and they're not just going to turn off the petrol pumps. I mean, mm. you're probably not going to see scenes like Mad Max, where on the highways like hunting for fuel, killing people still like up your jerry can, you know, not <laughs> Yeah, not not just yet. I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen. So um, there's a couple of interesting things. Like, can we convert classic cars to electric? Well, the answer is yes. There are conversion kits out there, and there's actually more companies. I did a Google search on it yesterday, and there's more companies just in Melbourne and Australia doing it than I actually thought there were. But yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's surprising. So there's things like uh, old Volkswagen Beetles and. Few Mustangs kicking around with uh, with electric power and a few Porsches as well. Uh, although Porsche's making a very very nice electric the
0: um, best electric car, car I got to say the only electric car that I would own I got to tell you we'll talk about yeah. it a little bit later I'm, on. Like
1: I'm right with I'm right with you there. But um, <laughs> often we hear about survivor cars, matching number cars. So if we're going to pull the engine out and replace it, it's going to devalue the car from an originality spec. So. I mean, even in um, like in um, Paris and in Berlin, they've banned cars older than 1997 from driving in the city.
0: Wow. But then
1: the, ne- the very next thing they did was made an exception for classic cars 30 years or older. Uh-huh. And-, <laughs> and, and look, Malcolm, I,
0: I, I respect everyone's political opinions and the future of the planet and all that sort of stuff. But when they did that, did the tree huggers go mental? Did they all? Yeah, they did. Yeah, right, okay.
1: Good. But if you've got a thirty-year-old car, often those are so so loved that they're so efficient, you know, in, in in the way, in the way that they're they're kept, and so they run a lot better. And what they're trying to get rid of is is the dude in the twenty-year-old or fifteen-year-old Commodore that's blowing smoke and yeah. leaking more oil than yeah, than um than's practical on the roads. And let's just quickly talk about Australia because um I thought you were going to say the Exxon Valdez hit. then. <laughs> I was, but I pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember whether you guys were sponsored by a petrol
0: company or not. Well, one of us might be, but the other one is not.
2: <laughs> uh, hey, before you get onto that, Malcolm, I, I did want to just yeah. quickly go back to what you were saying about the reproduction of some of those parts. And you're absolutely right because we've got a 69 um, Boss Mustang in our little Team Johnson speed shop at the moment that we're, we're building for a customer. And you, like you can literally buy a brand new... 69 body shell ready to go, like brand spanking new. So you can get all these parts. For, like, it's, it's amazing what you can get, obviously, you know, new parts. And a lot of them are always – or a lot of them are actually the original um, pressing from the manufacturer that they've actually got from the manufacturer. So they're as good as what they were back when they started making them in 69.
1: And some of them are actually better because some of the integrity of the metal used is so much better than what they were using 50 or 60 mm. years ago. And you think you can buy a whole new frames for cars and um, so yeah, often they come out if they've been completely rebuilt. and And usually if you're doing that it's more of a a, a, a modification as well. so you're usually upgrading yep. the, the power plant and that sort of stuff. so a retro mod and mm. they're usually better quality. So the question I was going to ask you, fine gentlemen, is with the uptake of electric cars being pretty exciting and everyone's talking about it, what do you reckon the uptake of Australia? In Australia, of classic of of um, electric cars is
2: oh,
0: at the uptake as in a, as percentage? It a percentage, yeah.
1: yeah?
2: Or yeah.
0: I'll give I you, would have, you, I would have said two point five of the total market. Well, USA
1: and most of Europe is at ten percent. Mm. Norway's at seventy percent. Wow! Wow! So, what do you What's... what do you reckon, Stevie J? Well, I,
0: I reckon I reckon. 1%. 1% in Australia? Yep. Yeah, So you're 1% and I'm
1: 2.5%. Yeah, well, you've got, someone at Steve is the closest with 0.7%. Yeah. Um, were, <laughs> and that was in 2020. And in the last decade, only 20,000 EVs have been sold in Australia. So you compare that to the, the hype that's happening around, and it's such a, such a small percentage. But if you think about Australia, Australians love their V8s. They love yes. the power. They love the smell. And also, if you're buying a classic car, you're not buying it to convert to a silent car you want the rumble you want the the smell of it you want the sound they want that and that's a really big part and here's, here's another really interesting thing around the world a lot of governments are making a really big um, incentives and rebates for people who buy electric cars not australia no we're going to tax people 2.5 cents per kilometer if they've got an electric car and two cents Per kilometre, if they've got a hybrid, because wow. the governments are thinking they're losing out on their
0: um, on their taxes. Isn't that full on? So, I, I, there's one thing I got to say. Um, there's probably one thing I've got to ask. Is you know we come from a land and a, and a, an industry where probably maybe ten years ago, maybe not necessarily now, Mal. But when on Sunday sell on Monday was the the catch cry for manufacturers and sponsors for years and years and years. I mean, I just don't think that with formula E and I know it's getting more and more popular, but I don't think you see someone win on Sunday in a formula E car, then run out and buy a Prius or a Tesla. I don't think it has that effect yet globally, let alone here in Australia.
1: Look, I I think we will get there. And, you remember, it wasn't that long ago that if you had a classic car that didn't have a chrome bumper, people thought, nah, it's not a real classic. Yeah. But obviously, as we've moved into the future in you know, the 80s and 90s cars, I mean, the XD Falcon at the start was, you know, people hated that. It was a plastic box. Yeah. Now you look at a really nice XD and you go, well, wow, that, that's pretty cool. It doesn't have to have plastic bumpers. So as electric cars become more prevalent, I think the designs will improve, the quality will improve, the performance will improve. So I think people will buy them for their own merits, not just to be a a hippie. And I reckon what will happen also in um, 20-odd years is people will be buying electric cars and they'll be swapping out the historic dinosaur batteries and plants and putting something lighter, more efficient and powerful. So that'll be actually the new Resto mod is upgrading the the electrics. But I think... um, I can see us all driving electric car in the next 10 to 15 years, but will not it be great to go home, open the garage, and turn the key on Grandpa's 2017 Mustang and hear the burble of a big five-litre? <laughs> yeah.
0: That would be so cool. But I've got to tell you, Mel, this subject has struck a chord with our listeners. We've already had probably four or five texts come in, one of them saying, and it, it absolutely agrees with what you're saying, international combustion engines are dead. Watch this space. 10 years from now no one is going to want to put petrol in the car it's that antiquated and it's the worst technology and simply cars have now become tech the big tech companies know that this is a 25 trillion dollar space the legacy automaker the or the legacy automakers will not survive so you know, it, it's 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 clearly, I think Stevie J and Nimsy and Mel, it is what's going to happen going forward. Another one for better or for worse. Electric is in the future. Once I've finished my Green Stuff uh, Green tribute, we will all be uh, we will be all attempting to build a twin Tesla powered all wheel drive thirty two Ford it's all still hot-rodding. So there you go. Yeah. People are starting to hot-rod into electric. And what
2: about one here from Ben from Dolby? I think it's perfect. It says here, I think Jay Leno put it best years ago, when the car first came out, it was a saviour for, for the horse. And the electric cars will be the saviour for our classic cars. But the thing yeah. with that is that we've still got horses here. So we're still going to have classic cars yeah, here. Yeah, good point. Good know? point. And, good and point. you're still going to have that collector, that collectible car that people want. From in a hundred years' time, you know yep. what I mean? So yep. it's still going to be here, but absolutely, it is, you know, that's what's going to happen in the future. It is. Yep. It
0: will all be electric. In the meantime, I'm just going to stick with my diesel. I love my diesel. Now. Now that, <laughs> yeah. now, now that my I'm, Mustang's gone, I love my diesel car. 950Ks <laughs> <laughs> I got to the tank, mind, mind you. I reckon we could get our listeners to, to message in, Mal. What
2: do you think? And I reckon they could almost guess... What type of diesel car Matthew <laughs> drives as a real estate as a real estate agent now in a hippie upmarket part of the Gold Coast? So text in what you think Matthew drives as his car now, everybody that he's upgraded from a Mustang. Oh, and here and we go.
0: We'll eliminate uh, Subaru Forester as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah and Peugeots. No Peugeots. No Peugeots. No. Anymore. No Peugeots. No. no, no, Peugeot. no. <laughs> no. But no.
1: It's, it's an interesting topic because you know they're saying that you know it, it's is the cost of petrol going to go up or down in the future is it going to go down because there's going to be so much of it because only like 10% of cars are using it or is it going to become you have to go to a special place is, is it going to invert so where now you've got to go to a special place to try and uh, to fill up with the uh, plug in the electric cars is it going to be the opposite mm. there might only be 5 or 6 fuel stations in a in in a city and that'd probably be all right because people would be quite happy to to make the the trek to get that I think but I think they're far from dead, so we've got a we've got a long way to go yet before um you're uh, you're burying your, your classics in the in landfill. Well,
0: Malcolm, well boys, the yeah. only electric car I'm going to be driving, and an audience you can hear it now, the only electric car I will ever drive or ever purchase will be a Porsche Taycan. Taycan, Taycan, Taycan. You're a Porsche guy. Taycan, 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 because they are mint, and that is the only thing I'll ever drive. You will never see me own a Prius or a Tesla or a. I don't know. You E-Pace. haven't seen, you haven't seen the new Audi coming out. Oh, it'd have it'd to be, be pretty good. good. It'd have to be good to be well, the take It's in. the same mob that make the Porsche, mate. So. Oh Well, I know, <laughs> but it'd have to be pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Malcolm. No worries, gentlemen. As always, a pleasure, and look forward to catching up with you soon. I'll I'll look forward to your phone call tomorrow when you call me tomorrow's name. I'm going to ring you on the way way. home, Mel, and get the gist on this on this sentence. uh, The gist, yeah, the gist, yeah. Yeah. You mean the gist or the gist? No, it's 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 the gist. It's late. Just stop talking. It's the gist. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, what, Malcolm. I'm so glad that you're the voice of reason. Sometimes (laughs) (laughs) that's frightening. If I'm the voice of reason, (laughs) all right. It is time to slide close the door to the Classic Car's Corner. That was the Classic Car's Corner. Took a Kubota. Building Australia.
2: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.